0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: welcome to the Breaks Radio. Be real, Excel is King Shit. It's your boy CEO Hayes here, hosting this week. Uh Johnny is actually gone. He's on vacation at that bastard. But we do have a very special guest this week, man. Um, I and no hyperbole is needed. This is a St. Louis legend. Like, dead serious, oh, oh, man.
2: Hey, hey, talk about it, man. Lay it on <laughs> yeah, yeah. one
1: Facebook. Of, one of the few he can he can sell out any party. Any venue in St. Louis right now. Big fat. <laughs> James oh. co aka DJ Nappy Needles, is in the building oh. for the first time. What's going on, man? Oh my God, I'm laughing so hard
3: <laughs> because that shit is not true. Humble. <laughs> oh we, we we appreciate for Here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. We, you know, it's the honor to be up in the, br- the the breaks
1: podcast this week man i appreciate it oh man and you, and you say it's not true but all i know is that when we were selling tickets to our live show the moment that we mentioned you be there ticket sales <laughs> doubled.
3: that's all i know
1: <laughs> look i need to hang out with y'all a little bit more
3: often man that's a self-esteem boost right
1: there <laughs> and then we also got man my brother what's going on ralph Oh man, hey, what's going on, man?
2: I'm I'm ready for these takes. I'm I'm mad Johnny's not here because this is an album that he would trash. I know we're gonna get into it, but Johnny hates everything mumble. So <laughs> anything
1: mumble, <laughs> he's not good all right man let's jump right into it man so Quavo uh Lord Quavis himself released an album Quavo Quavo Honcho man uh this album is projected to do uh it's like 125,000 sales wait a second that's off that streams and everything off pure album sales it's like three to five thousand which is terrible um just terrible (laughs) Ralph, I'm becoming you first on this one, man. Oh, man. What are your thoughts on uh, Quavo Hancho, brother?
2: I I, I salute Lord Quavius for coming out, um, getting on that ledge and making a solo effort. Um, but I hate this album. Um, and this is coming from me. Um, anybody that is an avid listener of The Breaks Radio knows that I kind of, I don't stand for everything mumble, but I you know I can tolerate it. This is something, this is an album that I haven't finished. I'll be completely honest with that too. I think I made it to halfway and I was done. And this is somebody that praised Astro World. I could not I could not do this album. Uh I don't know what it is. And I can usually listen to Migos projects, but it was just something about this album that just didn't feel right. And I couldn't get all the way into it. Um the production was there. Um I don't know I wasn't expecting anything material wise. I don't know I don't know what to expect. Even with my low expectations, it just it wasn't. It wasn't
1: enough. <laughs> Man, James, what you got?
0: Uh,
3: listen, I I have to say the artwork is phenomenal. <laughs> that cover, that cover is dope, right? It, it, it that's a piece of that's a piece of art. Now, look, I'm not a hater, of Quavo either. I'm not a hater of, of Migos. I'm not a hater, but yeah, it. It left a lot to be desired. Like, look, I like the I like the intro. The, the the first joint was cool, and I like the single. I forget, I forget the name but it was, but I like the single that they playing on the radio. I, I thought that that was cool. Once I heard that um, and realized that that was you know that was the single for his solo album, I was like, oh, cool. He off to a good start. That's cool, you know. But then we were listening to it and. It just it's it's one of those albums that kind of feels like it never it never got started like it it it, it it's a lot of like you said production. I mean like honestly at this point we don't need to even talk about production production is mostly gonna be tight
2: it's
3: yeah we ain't really gotta worry about beats but like what these artists put over the beats is that's the problem like and I'm not a hater of of you know if, if honestly you know what I've never really I can't really call him a mumble, mum, like in the mumble thing. They, they, Migos actually rap to me. They actually rap. They don't really mumble. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Lil Yachty, he kind of, he kind of mumbles. But in my opinion, I think mumble, uh, Migo, when it comes to. And I don't think Quavo wants to spit on this album. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. And I think the thing that you might have been missing is that, is the, the balance that Offset usually brings. Because Offset fits.
1: Yes 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 yes
3: and and Quavo is like a harmonizer you know he he kind of does a melodic thing and and that's cool but that that's why Migos work to me because you know you have those different components working with each other and then take off you know god love him. you know he, he 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 tries and he, he anyway but <laughs> I think standouts to me is an intro. <laughs> the intro whatever I forget the name of that and then they had this one song called Fuck 12 which I was cool with that. I was good cuz cuz it was sort of like socially conscious talking about issues and, you know outside of money cars and all this stuff. So, you know, I guess yeah, basically it was kind of lazy. It was a little lazy. He seemed really just going through the motions and it, and it, it was too minimal to me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And
3: this yeah, this is speaking from somebody I dig Astro. uh, Was it Astro
1: World? Yeah, I dug that too. And so, yeah, with this, you know, yeah. Here we go. Um, My thoughts on this album were, and this is how much I love our listeners in this podcast. The first time I turned this on. I got two and a half tracks on and I just stopped it and was like, look, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do it. And then, uh, Johnny yeah. let us know that he wasn't going to be able to make it. And I had to host this week. So I'm like, damn it. I have to finish. This. <laughs> so, that, so now the I'm way- making my way. I'm making my way through this album. I'm, 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 chugging through it i'm trying i always try to find positives like critiques come easily most times i try to find positives and really like you said it just seemed like he didn't try it seems like he made this album because he felt like he had to like i don't know what exec had their gun to his head or what it was but like the even the energy he usually has on amigos project like i don't feel like it came through like i i this didn't even seem like the same quavo at all to me um I, I not that i had high expectations for the album but i at least thought there would be some club bangers on there like there's nothing on this album that i personally will go back to and this is forgettable to me after we finish this review yeah yeah i i, I totally agree
2: like uh, i i said this on twitter and i believe that the timeline gas quavo up because he's undoubtedly the face of migos right so everybody's gassing him up to go solo or do solo projects. And then when the project comes, nobody supports it. It's not good. It's forced. Like, even with all these features, it's still nothing to really save this project as a whole. Um, like, I agree with Biko. I enjoyed the Fuck 12 uh, song. But outside of that, I, I probably wanted to listen to
3: it again. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty unfortunate. Because, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, I like, I like Migos. I like all three of them. You know what I'm saying? Together. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, let's 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 face it. I mean, Fuck Twelve is is the strength of it is offset. Like offset spits, like he really does, in my opinion. Like he's one of the reasons why the new Tiger record is dope, because he's on there spitting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I think that Quavo, I think, I don't know, man. I think he should have he should have saw this opportunity as like. All right, people know that I, I, I'm I harmonizing and, and, and I do the, the lot of the stuff with the auto tune and all that stuff. Let me let me really, you know, this is my this is my time to step out and do and show everything, and not not have to sh- share it with you know two other cats. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, it not He really took advantage of that. You know, Agreed. it, it yeah. doesn't.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with all that. It's, it's it's just a disappointing album overall, in my opinion. It just sucks, man, because it it sh- it could have been a lot better than it. And say what you will about Migos, my my, I'm hit or miss with the Migos sometimes, but I I just didn't think it would be an album this bad coming out of that camp. Um, but before we get off the subject, I have to ask now. Like Offset has to come out with a, a solo album now, right? Please, that's what I was. <laughs> when I was
3: listening to this album. I was like. All right, I'm ready for an off- offset. <laughs> and, and I'm ready for him to, like, reach out to different producers. You know, mm-hmm. keep the trap sound, but you obviously are an MC, So I want to hear you on some, you know, and it don't have to be, like, on some, like, backpack boom-back stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want you to go too far away from what you might genuinely be. But, you know, do the Kendrick route. Like, Kendrick is able to to do trap and and. Hip hop trap and you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that type of stuff that fits his talent and kind of pushes his his creativity. And yeah. that's what I would hope for for Offset. I would hope that he would do that if he you know does a, a solo. But right before, wait, hold on. There's one song <laughs> I did like that I was like, what? The Champagne Rosé. I actually like that with Madonna. Yeah, I can see that.
1: I no, yeah. I can see that. appeal
3: Yeah. I thought that was cool, and and I think that that's probably gonna be his next single. Well I mean
1: that makes sense. You know, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Wouldn't, yeah.
3: wouldn't that uh didn't that have uh
1: Madonna and who? Uh Party B. Party, yeah. Yeah. It would make sense to be <laughs> single. Anyway,
3: that's that's
1: what I like. But yeah. It's like going back to All though, he I don't
2: know if you would really count this as a solo project, but he kinda did like a, a prime situation. <laughs> and i I mean, you know, I'm kinda paraphrasing when I say that, but it's uh him and Metro Boomin did a project together. Oh, okay. That's where the uh, if you guys are familiar with the song Ric Flair Drip, that song that that's oh, Migos. Yeah. But yeah. but that that's where that song, that's where that project. I mean, that song is on their project. Uh,
3: so, yeah, I saw
2: them do that on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, so it's not like it's not a you know a solo. It's not this. It's not on the level of this. But <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Yeah. All right, so we're going to go into our first break. you um, are going to get a commercial for the newest Breaks Media Podcast. That is Technical Foul. and We're going to come back uh, after a song.
0: Welcome to Technical Foul, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, power ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash catch them in this, I am the Eric J.
4: Only known as
0: the Eric J.
4: And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports.
2: And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni.
4: <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we have four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own
0: flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So
3: check us out every Wednesday. Get at us.
0: Fabrics, fabrics, expensive linen. Put that bitch in the kitchen, in the kitchen, whipping. Back in the days, I was doing Lord willing. Mama gonna kill me. Double cup spilling, Every time I get the handle, will I'm tripping? Every time your bitch phone ring, she working. Getting no plan time, Kendrick Perkins. Rocking Timbs like I'm in New Jersey. Dubs versus Hawks took off Katie Jersey. And he's a 30. Up real early. Serving, serving, serving. Servin'. Fuck that bitch, she a virgin. Said she had to go to work. She was nursing. I can turn up pot to the on service. I declare war on your whole 30. Chop a hold of 100. If I wasn't real, I would be a hundred. So that it everything. Oh, uh, every
1: I get. All right, so we're back. Um. So, talking about Quavo's album got my wheels turning, and I want to have a, dis- a discussion. The best solo album from a rapper who started off in a group. James, man, I me, and you talked a little bit before we started recording, so I, I know we, we kind of went the same lane. But I want you as the guest to go ahead and talk about this topic first, man. What do you got here?
3: It, look, first and foremost, we gotta be like every Wu Tang member. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like not from what 95 till 97 like meth odb raquan jesser <laughs> uh and ghostface i mean like like yeah. they killed the shit like that, and of course, i mean I'm like but that's kind of a given you know what i'm saying but and honestly can we really count that though cuz see this is a hobby you know i'll say the stuff but i'll be like but then again cuz they were all produced by RZA. You know what I'm yes. saying? In between that time, they brought in a couple other cats toward, you know, Ghost Faces and all that. But mostly it was still done by RZA. So can you really count it as truly solo? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was. But come on, let's face it. Those were all just extensions of Wu-Tang albums.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Like like if you go and listen to uh, but only built for Cuban links, right? A lot of Ghostface, a lot, a lot of other Wu members are just sprinkled on yeah. the album. Even as great as the album is, and that's not me knocking it. Yeah, but like you said, Stitching
3: of Wu. Yeah, yeah. I would also say, of course, Lauren Hill. You know, but then again, the miseducation Lauren Hill, in my opinion, is not a, a a straight up rap album, which, and it's not a straight up R and B album. It's like a you know, high of, of soul R and B, hip hop. You know, a little bit of dance hall here and there. so. um, but yeah, I mean I would I would definitely, you know, have those names up there. I, I, I was trying to really think though. I know there's others though.
2: I mean, you can easily I mean you can easily go locks. Like, you know, all of them drop mm-hmm. dope solo projects, you know. Even mm-hmm. even Sheik Loops, nobody really talks about Sheik Loops. He's project. dropped some heat. He's dropped some heat before. So I think that and it was around the time Jada's probably like his second or third album. I can't remember that the name of the album, but it was like half – Sheik Luch and Half Gorilla Face. Mm-hmm. I remember that project, but it was good though. But Sheik, Sheik, I mean Styles, Jada, like all of them have dropped dope projects, and they were collectively in a group together. Not like a collective of people, like a Dipset. Dipset was never technically a group, not a group. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, and that's was, why that's why I don't count like Lil Kim because Junior Mafia it really wasn't a group. Group, yeah, yeah. more of a conglomerate, like you know, collective, yeah. yeah. you know. But um. Who else? Um, I was actually thinking of somebody. Uh man, oh uh Eric Sirman. Eric Simon.
1: Oh, Ooh, yeah. that's a good that's a great day.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, he dropped really good albums. Like back, you know, you gotta go to the early 90s, obviously, but it like after EPMD broke up, all eyes was on Eric and he yeah. delivered. You know what I'm saying? Definitely at least two good albums, good solo solo albums. And of well, course he did those, you know, music with Marvin Gaye and all that stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, would you consider? I mean, Scarface. I mean, Ghetto Boys was Scarface. a group, but but it felt like Scarface was so eyes ahead of everybody. And he was.
3: Correct. I mean, no disrespect, no disrespect to you know the guys. You're right. Though.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're right. It's true. Uh, it, if I, this next dude if, shit, if he would drop a damn album, he would be on that, too. Andre. <laughs> oh, know?
2: facts. Yeah, yeah, he, you know. He played the cello for 17 minutes. Uh that what oh, was that man. what song he gave?
3: It? I don't even remember any of that song. <laughs> the trap jazz
2: he gave us. <laughs> yeah.
3: Man. I don't know though. I mean, cause the problem is it's not enough groups no more. That that's true too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it's just crews. It's just like because if we talking about crews, like oh. we put in odd future yeah, and the yeah, sure. conversation. Yeah, for
2: real. <laughs> Cause I mean, if I don't think anybody's doing it better than TDE, but they're not a group.
3: They're, I mean, it's a record label. So Black Hippie is is a like a Black Hippie is like Native Tongue. You know, it was never yeah. a, a group. You yeah. know, yeah. But I don't know. I can't I can't think. I can't. I can. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like who who's who's making the stuff that used to be in a group. I, I got you ready, Ralph. Or you you re- yeah, you go? good. You good. You're good. Go ahead. So outside of Wu Tang, it was two people that came to my mind first of all: Ice Cube with America's Most Wanted. Okay, like you yeah, you got definitely Ice Cube, and then I'm uh, sure.
3: so for not even saying that because
1: he <laughs> my <his> favorite rappers, <laughs> one of my favorite of all time too. Um, uh, but then outside of that, we're gonna go more recent. So I wanted something '90s or whatever. I wanted something more recent. Push your T. All three of his solo albums.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so those know.
1: are my two. Like, and, and I mean, we know like Ice Cube, of course he, NWA. I mean, that goes without saying, but some would say that he even reached a higher level of success outside of NWA. Oh, he certainly. Um, yeah,
2: he did. He did. So
1: like what he's meant to the game for so long and has spent on to acting and writing movies like, um, right. but as far as just an album, like America's Most Wanted is absolutely a classic album. And it came lasts. out in a time like I mean that's when hip hop was at its at its most, and he he found a way to meld it. Like he he did his thing. America's Most Wanted is still up there, yeah, albums yeah. of all time. He with that album is sort of like he silenced
3: any critic that might have been you know doubting him, and any you know anybody that was saying like you know. People that were saying like he ain't gonna be nothing with N.W.A., which he kind of you know played upon on Death Certificate, the next album. You know he played that those snippets and everything. But like the the genius thing he did was he left N.W.A., left superb production from from Dre, and and found solace in the Bomb Squad. He was just like, let me go to New York, get down with Public Enemy, because. You know, their production styles were kind of similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they threw a bunch of samples in, you know, took a whole bunch of funky ass drum breaks and and really made like some bomb material. And so like he was just like, "Let me let, let me like make a statement." And so and, and he kind of took that. He kind of took it to mean that and I don't see that with Quavo. That that's the problem. Like Quavo didn't it, it was lazy. It it, was, yeah. it it seemed lazy to me, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm pretty sure he he did his fair share of work, but it came across lazy. It didn't, it wasn't his, it didn't it didn't make a statement, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like America's most wanted. But you know what? Just kind of, you know, comparing those things, and I'm
2: not saying you're doing this, but like Cube had motivation for That's said true. project.
3: That's true.
2: Quavo just doing this because people have gassed him up to do it. That's very true. His motivation is probably completely different, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. You definitely has something to prove. Some people, some people step out to show that, hey, I can do this. I feel like this is just a money move. Well, for Quavo,
3: kind of just like let's keep the party going, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Right,
1: yeah, you're right. That's true. You're right. <laughs> and then, and then with Pusher, it's like, like what Pusher was able to do, because the look. The momentum of the clips had completely died down before Pusha started coming out with solo albums. So yeah. he didn't have the benefit of like a Cube to still ride the wave of yeah. NW. Well, not ride the wave. That's kind of a negative connotation. But he still was able to build off that platform. And then the beef with NWA, like people still wanted to know what Cube had going on. Nobody was checking for Pusha as a solo artist when he came out as a solo artist. Agreed. Agreed. Nobody was. And what he was able to do with My Name is My Name is like, okay, we we see you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like with with Push I think I think yeah he he hasn't had the overall mainstream success of some of his peers but I think that the hip hop heads and amongst his peers he's held in such a high regard and he's earned that with his three solo albums. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Uh, you got like that question really got you know I was trying to think of think about it, you know, once I got the outline and I was like, yeah, that's a good ass question. <laughs> but I it, it it's a good question to stump people
2: too, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, would you call would you call doll, the doll pound a true group? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, not not
3: really. Not they, they are.
1: They mm-hmm. uh, came out with one actual album together, and that was in the two thousands. Like that was like twenty years after they had made their break. Like oh damn yeah. Okay. yeah. No, no 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 They came out with uh they took came with dog
3: food. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah! yeah I you're thought right. that was like right. ninety, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, 90 something. Right.
2: I
3: can yeah. okay. So you know, but nah, nah. no, really. not really. It's like it's like G
2: Unit, right? <laughs> it's like it's not a real group, but they, you know, yeah. they they they're together for you know, not not be, not to say they went cool, but on the label, like okay,
3: yeah, I would
1: have to, yeah, <laughs> I would have to. Get the boys. That's a real group. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> another one. None of us mentioned Bumby. Bumby. A yeah. ball.
3: Oh, yeah. oh well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are yeah. Those are those are solid uh, solo, you know, solo artists that successfully made some noise on their own, you know, from their respective groups. So yeah, yeah I would definitely uh, include them. Thank you. So,
1: Anything left before we move on?
3: I'm trying to rack my head. Like who? Who, who from the West Coast? I mean and that's that's why I bought a dog man. That's all I had. Like, <laughs> and that wasn't a group. <laughs> My alcoholics tried to do something, and that didn't really work out. Uh, I'm going way back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't really, you know, it's, it's hard though. I, I, I it's it, it is hard, especially when you, as an artist, you kind of like like discovered to be like you're better in a group. You might want to, you know, you're 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 a group member. You're not necessarily a solo artist, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We found out about little C's. Oh, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: Everybody's not a solo artist. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no. nothing wrong with it. Like some sometimes, no. yeah. I mean, you just you just have to know. Like what I say is like know your station in life. Like you, you can't yeah. try, some people just don't need to try to break free. And it's not a negative, like put that energy no. into what you do best. Yeah. Exactly. So all right, we're gonna go ahead and move on. We're gonna do our next album review. There's a lot of albums come out this past week. Um, but this one's getting a uh, dedicated review just because me and Ralph, we really want to talk about this one man. <laughs> belly with immigrant and this is and i ralph me and you talking and what i said man is that this is what i love about the platform we have because nobody's talking about belly's album and it's a really good album so i like mm-hmm. us being able to use our platform to talk about things like this so uh i'm gonna give it give the floor to you first ralph <laughs> belly with immigrant uh, man what you giving it?
2: oh man uh i i thoroughly enjoy it it's a short album it's only 33 minutes um very good. Listen, like Belly, I mean, like we like, like Biko was saying, like production isn't hard in this in this climate. But the production is really, really good. Like the production is good. I enjoyed the features. I enjoyed the features. Like um, I definitely enjoyed the meat feature. Like the meat features have been kind of they've been way more good than bad in this, you know, in this like since he's been out of prison. So I enjoyed that. Uh, but he has, like, he has remarkable wordplay. He does have some storytelling on here. Um, Belly just knows how to rap. Like, I'm not saying he's the rapper's rapper. He knows how to, uh, flow on the beat. He has, a uh, kind of, uh, a chill flow, but it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't, I'm not saying he doesn't have charisma, but you can tell it's there, you know? Like he's very confident when he raps, and one of his his last album, uh, Mumble Rap, which is just a, a play on like he's he's not a mumble rapper, but when you listen to it, it's like okay, I see what you're doing, King, and I appreciate what he did last year, and then this is just a good follow up from that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. And I'm I'm just gonna piggyback off that. I think that uh, I would never say. I wouldn't say this is a great album, but it's solid from every standpoint that you that I look at from an album. Like I like the songs musically production is top notch. I enjoy the way Belly raps. I enjoy Belly's voice for what it is like the way he uses it. So to me, like I, I think that this definitely is like it deserves more notice than something like Quavo's album because it's just a better rap album. Will Belly ever ever be that big crossover artist? Probably not. I mean, he's on Rock Nation now. Is that correct? Like, yeah. Then, so, like, yeah. if if you're on a label like Rock Nation and you're not getting any notice for a solid album, it's probably never going to happen for you. But yeah, that doesn't stop him at, at all from putting out good work. His last, the Mumble Rap album, really yep. good. I thoroughly enjoyed that album. It's one <laughs> yes. of the few albums from that year I still go back to and listen to some of. Um, yeah. So I just think it was a it's a solid project, and I think nowadays it's like just solid projects from artists who aren't huge go completely unnoticed, and it's it's that's a problem with the industry, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's nothing new. That's nothing new. Yeah. I mean, you talking you talking to a '90s team, and you know, we we were listening to shit like Kaz, Soul on Ice, and that will forever be a criminally underrated un you know, unto non-talked about albums outside of you know the hip hop head community. You know what I'm saying? Like so
4: yeah.
3: it's just gonna go on um until until magic dust sprinkles on one of these cats like belly, like it did with J. Cole, you know, like them. Because yeah. if you notice it's always just maybe one, if we're lucky, two, maybe three at a time that are what a lot of rap fans consider real MCs, uh, to get that light, you know. Right now, obviously it's it's the the top two with, with Kendrick and Cole, um, you know, who 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 are kind of right there. It used to be like Lupe was the closest for a time. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. he was he was he broke out of that whole underground or, you know, and 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 he was getting light and everything. And so it'll happen again. I don't know if if Belial, you know be be anointed you know he should because I, I i i listened to the album i i'll be honest i didn't even know who it was i didn't know who it was until you know y'all let me know okay this is what we talking about check this out now and i and i listened to it and i was like i was pleasantly surprised i didn't know who he was but uh now i'm gonna go back and listen to mumble rap and all this other stuff but i feel the same way you guys do i, I like i like how he He's aware of his voice. He's aware of his skill, and he 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 uses it, you know, accordingly. He, he uh, you know he showcases it well. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do the trap shit effectively, yeah. and it and it doesn't sound, it doesn't feel forced. It feels like, okay, this is a cat that you know this is this is his this is his reality. This is his music. So you know he's not gonna just because he can rap don't mean that he's gonna you know shun you know what might be. Looked at as as lesser skillful rap, yeah. you know. Yeah. He's just he's still going to make the fun party records, which is cool, which is good, and there's a way to do it without sounding like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? And he, I think he's he's able to do that. And just like you, uh, Ralph, I think that he did. Uh, I think the Meek Mill feature was great. I think that yeah. song was great. That yeah. song, it's another socially conscious song, which I'm yeah. fan of. Um, and that really kind of you know that that made me stand up a little bit more. Uh, and and pay more attention when i was listening to the album because at first it was just like you know yeah i got this bitch in that Mm -hmm. that." same old same old and then when they touched on these subjects and stuff i'm like i appreciate that because you know in this climate you really even though it is a socially aware time right now rap still hasn't rose totally to the occasion and so i'm feeling like you know these rappers really don't they don't have to feel like they have to say this stuff because you know they've still been getting by with just the the bare minimum and so when i hear something like that it definitely makes me appreciate it a little bit more um and yeah the beats are dope um yeah, yeah. I, I i liked it i like what he was saying um I, was that the was what the the song with meek Mill? No, that was immigrant right that was yeah. Uh, uh yeah yeah talking about that you know she build a wall and he's they're gonna, they're gonna break through and all this stuff I was like yeah Nick yeah yeah, yeah. now is
2: it belly from Canada though that's what threw me i th- I think I, I no don't quote me I, I'm asking I'm asking I'm not saying it you know I can you know look this up <laughs>
1: we're we gonna have, we gonna have to figure this out real quick
2: um Right, no, he's a Canadian rapper singer. I'm like, okay, I knew he's from Canada. He's from Ontario.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he's a Palestinian I mean, I, Canadian. Yeah, I'm so.
2: not. I'm not. I'm not knocking him for being from Canada. I was just like, I, I think that's dope that he's. You know, I don't know.
3: I, I just like, oh, yeah. this, I don't know. This is dope for me. Yeah, well, it's I good, feel it. good that you know the the uh, the face of of hip hop is is being allowed to expand. You know through through the, the different POCs as, yeah. as it were, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and that, you know, more voices, uh, you know, between black and white are being heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I dig
0: that.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel everything there. It's, it's I, I just hope the belly can get more notice because he is, he is aware of himself and he doesn't take himself too seriously. And that's part of the the joy of him as an artist, I guess, is that he has his serious songs, but he also, he flexes his muscle a little bit more and uh, stretches himself out. So, Remember we get a great album uh, let us know what you think about it. you guys know where you can hit us up at. We're gonna go ahead and get into another break uh we're gonna get into another commercial and then some songs, and we'll catch you guys on the other side of that.
4: What's up everybody? this is dan a k a Dan on drugs
3: and I am afro becky a k a afro Becky, and we are the Black law
4: and legalize podcast, podcast. a weekly legal podcast. And our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way.
3: We release new episodes every Tuesday.
4: Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcasts. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites.
0: Yeah, I put a million in the sock drawer. That's why I never got cold feet. She put her face in the kilo. Bitch, I told you, keep it low key. Throwing money till it go deep. The devil buying, but they giving up, they souls free. Thousand dollar H steak, fuck my old beefs. For dessert, I ate your pussy with my gold teeth. I was rolling, I hit her and said, I think I love her. By the time she hit me back, I had a different number. Wait, all this purple rain got me thinking of her Hello. But she never satisfied like Prince's mother oh, o- Okay, I'm tripping, that's the psychedelics Imagine walking on the moon and letting Michael tell it See, they don't really care about us and they spiteful, jealous Now tell me why the days depress us, but the nights compel us
1: All right, so, Ralph, you rubbing your head, man You probably <laughs> be rubbing your head a little bit more after we talk about this So, yeah. we got to get into, so Drake does an <sighs> a, a interview on the shop I totally and, missed it <laughs> Oh, man <laughs> Uh, this interview uh, <laughs> This interview where he goes on to say that he went to Wyoming with uh Kanye. He worked with Kanye on some songs. Uh he wanted the lift yourself beat, all that. He said he told Kanye about his son and what he was going through. Felt that, that Kanye may have been the one to, to leak the information to push the T. Push it then the next day or a couple of days later, appears on the Joe Button podcast. And basically says that, no, he got the information from a chick that 40, OVO 40, was messing with and had pillow talk with. And that's how he got the information. So this Drake pushes stuff like the fact that this is now being brought back up like a good, what, four months after the initial beef, man. I We got to talk about it, though, because it, it completely dominated for a cycle, man, in hip hop. Ralph, keep rubbing your head, man. What do you think about this? <laughs> it's
2: it's so much to unpack here, right? It's like it's like a, a episode of Love and Hip Hop unfolding before our eyes. <laughs> now, I'm not I'm not the one that that knocks it because it feels like the people that are pro Drake is saying that all this is gossip and they're not wanting to acknowledge the fact that your man's still lost. It doesn't really matter how he got the information. Your man's lost on wax. <laughs> now, yeah, now Aubrey is a great actor, and Drake is his greatest role that he's ever played. i i i I don't understand i I don't understand how he being the pop star he that he is and obviously the most popular person in the beef is trying to rewrite the rules of said beef nothing is never too disrespectful that's whether this is 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 mean to is meant for disrespect so if you felt like he crossed the line okay that's fine i understand that but For you to say that oh i'm not you know like the things that he was saying he was so contradictory it blew my mind
1: and they people the drake fans are just ignoring that he contradicted himself a good three or four times in the same sentence yeah
2: (laughs) yeah that that's the more the most frustrating thing like oh he talked about my friend that has ms but drake has been dissing people for years and has been saying off the wall things (laughs) Like, I, I don't get it. But the minute that somebody puts pressure on you, oh, my God, I can't take it. And I don't believe that he had this record that was recorded or whatever. You know, this record that would destroy Pusha T's career. Yeah. Pusha, T, yeah. Pusha T's career is where it's at. It's not getting any bigger. And that's my man's. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that Pusha T is respected. And if you had this and yeah. if you had this record, right. you don't give two fucks about Pusha. Really? Right. Like, put it out. That that's my understanding because I've heard a lot of James, right? Yeah, that, yes. And I was saying, Biko, you are the hip hop historian. Like right? you have heard way worse things than any any of this back and forth. <laughs> and Drake have had. So it's like, what are we talking about here?
3: <laughs> I can't. I, don't know, I can't call it, bro.
1: <sighs> well, here, here's here's the thing with me. Um, yes, the contradictions get me first. So in in Again, he had multiple contradictions throughout this interview. But this is this was all one or two sentences in which he said, "I listened to the push did the, the resp- not the original one, but the, the response response, uh, the story of on mm-hmm. He said that I listened to it to put me in a dark place. I I recorded the diss track." No, first he said he didn't record it. He said, "No, I'm not even going to respond to it." I I called LeBron I asked LeBron if it uh, like you called LeBron James and asked him if he'd be disappointed that you didn't. <laughs> then then he said then he said well and then i went back to my hotel and i listened to the diss track that i had recorded after you just said that you wrote you wrote it but didn't record it because you weren't going to put the energy into it and drake fans are completely ignoring this and then let's get on the other side of this so for the for the drake fans that want to say that what pusher was doing and researching is gossip how the that, that's what that's where you know that drake fans aren't hip-hop fans and they can't be yeah. one in the same because in a in a in a battle in a diss you do your research on your opponent that's not gossip that's just doing your research you have to prepare it's and i compared it to this it's like a lawyer when they get ready to go to trial you do your research on on the person you're trying you do your research on your opponent and you break their argument down that's what Pusha did so now to defend drake you're trying to make that tantamount to gossiping no, nah, man, I can't get with that rhetoric. I can't do it.
3: Man, sounds like they're kind of
1: akin to uh, Trump supporters. <laughs> Drake fans are Trump supporters. I think you just named this episode. <laughs> it, it's funny
2: because he never addressed the blackface. That, that They didn't even talk about that on the
3: shop. Like, he, oh. never, he never talked about it at all. Cause oh, he, he he, re- he released a,
1: like, a he he did a, a ig story like a written out one where he addressed it as far as like verbally he's never spoken about it.
3: when it's sort of like a i mean wasn't it supposed to be uh like i don't know um some type of promo for it was
2: like a photo shoot of something that he was doing when he was in like when he was like 18 or 19 or something like that
3: like irony or something right or, yeah yeah that was man, you know, I don't, I, me personally, I don't think that he was he was doing it to to belittle black people or anything. If oh. anything, I would I would hope that it was on some ironic shit and he was showing he was making a statement or something. But even then, I'm giving he, him the benefit.
2: Of- <laughs> he did it. I think that's the problem that he did it. I, it's not the fact that you know I don't care what the fuck you was doing it for. You he did it. <laughs> it's photographic evidence. Like Biko, with the 19 Bico year old Biko, have done that it's taking you a while to muscle up your answer that <laughs> no, no,
3: no I mean like he would have had to been like an extra on bamboozled or something to paint <laughs> that away yes. you know what I'm saying like you know yeah that was bad but I, I, yeah yeah. And, and, and it's true you know most of his fans probably aren't actual hip hop fans you know they don't know they, yeah. they don't know they they don't know and, and I remember I remember I saw uh, um, a story on like an Inside Edition type of show it wasn't Inside Edition but it was sort of like that mm-hmm. kind of like a TV gossip show and they were covering the beef and they were saying Pusha T's name and they were saying it like so uncomfortable like number one they didn't know who the hell it was but and of course they were it was Drake leaning because that's who they knew that's it was some white chick. And she was saying some, she was trying to report it. And I just, I was in the middle of laughing and growing horribly angry. Just yes. because of like, what the fuck is going on Yes. now in hip hop that this is where we are. Like these, these people who give no fucks about the culture or, or the music, they're, they're being allowed to report on this shit Yeah. terribly. You know what I'm saying, like that, 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 that was just going into how you guys were making a point that it, you know his his fans, a lot of his fans definitely are not. You know, of course they're not. They're not hip hop artists. they hip hop fans. You know, they're just, they're drink fans. You know, yeah, just like a lot of again, <laughs> a lot of Trump supporters. They're not
1: necessarily Republicans. They're yeah.
0: Trump supporters.
1: <laughs> I love it. And and the thing the thing with this with this all is and this is what I always say um and I mentioned it on Twitter I called it toxic fandom but the thing is, is that. Just don't allow yourself to be lied to because of your fandom over an artist. Like you you feel me that I I don't care what who you like is who you like. I don't, I don't give a damn how I feel about him as a rapper or whatever. If that's the artist you like, that's fine. But even as a fan, don't allow yourself to be lied to or excuse blatant, just flat out fallacies just because they're your fave. And I always have, and I try to do this even with my own critiques. I can say I love something. I can say something's my favorite without saying that it's the best. Like, there's a distinct difference in the two. Like, last week, I Dime Trap is probably my favorite T.I. album. It's not his best album, but it, it, it that we need to be able to have that conversation. And, and especially now with the social media age, so many people are just like, if it's something they hold tight and hold dear, oh, it has to be the best ever. No, just say it's your favorite. And it's cool. It's cool. to something to be your favorite and not be the best. That's absolutely fine. And uh, this whole Drake thing just brings all that to light. It's just at this point now, like... It, go, it goes Trump supporters, Drake fans, beehives, and the barbs. Like, they're the most toxic set of people on social media right now. Like, they just need to go. What
3: about the Lawrence
1: <laughs> The who? The Lawrence Hive. Oh, no, we're oh, not toxic. No, you know, we, we're you know, not toxic. I, <laughs> I couldn't say that because, you know, he's a card carrying member of the Lawrence Hyatt, you know? <laughs>
3: yeah. No, but sorry, sidebar, rabbit hole. What TI album is the best? Is it Ti versus
2: Tip? No, no, I don't. No, I don't not, consider that the best. Is, like, is that is the, King? No, I not would King. say I, King is I, probably I would, the best to me. I'm going Urban Legend. Urban Legend was good. I'm Ooh, going yeah. Urban Legend. I'm going Urban Legend. Oh, King he, was very King was really good, like really, really good. But Ur, Urban Legend is what made me a fan, so it's hard for me to kind of go against that. And people have arguably said his first two albums are some of his best work because he was he, the most raw then, like you know. Like a lot of most, you know, a lot of our favorite artists in their first two albums, you get the true sense of who they are anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but no, Urban Legend for me.
1: I will say this. Urban Legend came out in 2004 and that's 14 years later. And I could probably still listen to that whole album and not much of it's dated. Like, yeah, so. Get yeah. yeah.
3: All right. Sidebar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Our next topic, Cardi B breaks the record for most total weeks at number one for a female rapper. And I only put this on here, honestly, to be a little petty. I'm not even going to lie. This, this is a petty discussion topic, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Cardi B has had the best, what, 18 months at this point now, probably in female rap history In rap, maybe in rap history. Like if we just like in general, like to come where she's come from, it's different where people were already looked at as rappers have a great year, but to come from where she's come from in 18 months is amazing.
2: Yeah. 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 Where's Queen
1: on the tricep right now? I'm, I'm so. <laughs> <total. laughs> and this—did you hear like how they're changing the categories? Like now they say Queen qualifies for platinum status. Like either you're a platinum album or you're not. Like how do you qualify for platinum status? Like
3: somebody feels sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's not platinum yet, but we gonna we're gonna put it in people's heads. <laughs> <It's> platinum. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: but platinum. Don't worry. <laughs> So, Ralph, man, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I was just gonna ask, like, to the uh, just go back to reiterate, like, the year Cardi B's having. But go ahead, James, man. What you got?
3: Well, I was just gonna say, like, Nikki. To me, I think she planned herself, man. Like, she really planned us because she. To me, it seemed like she just like going backwards. You know what I mean? Like, she was, she was, like, she was doing this, and I don't know what. Maybe, maybe the whole Remy thing just really kind of messed with her, (laughs) and like. She back to like wearing all this terrible shit, like, like. I mean, I know that's what she did up until the point, but it seemed like she was kind of like doing it a little bit more strategically. Now it's just like all out, and it, and and there's no time to the re, like no reason to the right, ro- whatever. It's just, yeah,
2: not- I got you.
3: You know, it's just yeah. sloppy, and it's not, it's not going well for her
2: to be. For, for Nikki. Uh, you know, we don't balls into this making a Nikki conversation, but let's let's talk about this real quick. For her to have been as 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 successful as she has, some of the things that's around her, that surrounds her, should never have happened or have happened. Like that whole situation with Cardi at uh, New York Fast Week, shit like that should never happen. Nikki Minaj is an A list star, regardless of what we think about her music. She is a super. Damn star. Yeah. Some of this stuff should just never happen, but it's all on her. That's why I call a lot of people by their first names on this platform. Onika is wildin' like <laughs> she has to like she got to get it together. Yeah. But let's let's get back to Cardi. Salute to Cardi. Like I am we, we champion Cardi for all of her success, uh, which is very
3: well earned. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I say keep doing, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. There were rumors going around uh, this week that there may be a Nicki Minaj disc coming. Cardi's come out and actually says she's not going to record a disc. And I actually think, you know what? Why? There's no point at this point. Let your success be the diss track. Exactly. It's been an 18 month disc.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Like it's it's so funny. It's sort of like we're witnessing the 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 whole Ja Rule 50 Cent thing again. You know. <laughs> And it's a gender switch. Yeah. Because Ja Rule was running. We all know the story. Ja Rule was running shit. Yeah. So at that level, I I, I, I never liked Ja Rule, on, on, you know, to that point. But I, I can't. I couldn't, you know, not acknowledge what he was doing. He was, he was that dude. 50 came and knocked the dude out for the count. Nobody was fucking with Ja Rule after 50. It's kind of the same way if you think about it. Kind of. I mean, like. People still messing with Nicki. Yeah. But like Cardi came and, like, straight, like, really beheaded Nicki Minaj in many ways. And so it's sort of like, and, and it wasn't, and it doesn't even seem like she was trying to. That's the difference. That's the difference. 50 Cent came out swinging. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made it a point to diss Ja Rule in every chance <laughs> he got. It. And it was successful. And yes. I thanked them back then. I was down with 50 back then because I couldn't stand y'all. <laughs> but the way, Nick, the way Cardi is doing, like, it's sort of like she just she's just trying to get hers, right? And unfortunately, Nikki basically 50-cented herself. She basically, just, you know what I'm saying? Because she yes. it seemed like she couldn't take somebody else, you know, a- another woman, God forbid, being popular in hip hop, and and so she had to get on this high and mighty horse and and not not welcome her not not be on some like you know a like come on in like you know why wouldn't you do that why wouldn't you why you know what I'm saying and so you know and then it, it's it's escalating to where it is and and unfortunately that's that's how it is and of course yeah that whole thing honestly I still ain't really seen the whole story as far as Fashion Week <laughs> I shook my head at Nikki. Cardi B, that was some bullshit. If she, you know, whatever her her her, uh, uh, you know, participation was in it, but she knew she young. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. hope, you know, this this ain't even her first year. It, well, no, it's been a year and something. You yeah. know. But Nikki, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you. You the elder statesman right, the stateswoman right now. Anyways, yes, that's that's.
1: And being petty goes wrong, man. She petted herself out of her spot. That's all it is, man. Yeah. But, uh, Ralph, you got anything left, man, before we get into our next break? No, we're good. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're going to get into another break, man. We'll (laughs) see you guys right after this.
4: Express, where we are spilling the tea weekly on latest trends, celebrity news, and the culture. Check out Tea Time with I'm Just Saying, available on the Breaks Media. Hold on to them cups. (laughs) You don't want to miss this.
0: The game's fucked up, niggas' beats is banging, nigga, your hooks did it. The lyric pinning equal to Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. At the mercy of a game where the codes is missing. When the CEO's blinded by the glow, is different. Believe in myself and the codes and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets play in they roles and gimmick shit. Remember Will Smith won the first Grammy? And they ain't even recognized Hov until Annie. So I don't tap dance for the crackers and sing mammy. Cause I'm pulled to juggle these flows and nose candy. Yeah.
1: All right. So there were quite a few other albums that dropped this past week. Ella May, who is who uh, is Ralph's summer anthem, man. That was his summer anthem. He was booed up all summer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Usher dropped Complete Trash. And then we had this little <laughs> big project. <laughs> 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 I, <don't sighs> say, I, wasn't, I wasn't too impressed. <laughs> Oh man, that Usher album! Like uh-huh. I, it was uh-huh. the same thing as, as the the Lord Quavius album. Like I, probably three tracks. No, you know what? I think I did make like four Ooh. tracks in, and I was like, "Why am I still listening? Like it's not." I I, I do a hip hop podcast. If I even if I don't finish this, it's okay. Um, <laughs> like okay, I got enough. Thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Exactly. Uh, but of of the other releases for this past week, man, uh, James, you got any thoughts on those releases?
3: Yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I I saw the LMA album. I want to listen to. Her. I didn't get a chance to, but I do like I like her as an artist. So mm-hmm. hoping for the best <laughs> for what I do. Check it out. Mm-hmm. I like boot up. Uh, what's funny? Here's a little funny factoid. Uh, <laughs> my niece she she didn't like the song because of uh, because she was irritated, like she was annoyed by the hook. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ain't nothing wrong with the hook. The hook is really what sells the song. Like, everybody loves that hook. And I didn't understand. But this other, her next single, I'm feeling the same way as my niece did with Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something in the way she kind of inflects, like, her words or whatever. It's like she does, like, that uh, uh, that, that whole, like, Chris Brown thing, maybe. I, I don't know. Like, she, yeah. uh, like, uh, like, that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> and she really does it on the next single. That's really all I got to say about the Ella do though. I mean, I'ma listen to it though, because I, I feel I, I like I like her as an artist. The Usher Dory, I tried. Uh number one, if if it's a if it's an entire album produced by the same producer, could we tell these young producers you don't have to put your name logo drop in- Every song, like it, the whole album is you. Like, I got sick of hearing Beethoven. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every
2: good point, good point.
3: That's so annoying to me, but you know, that's probably because I'm old, you know what I mean? Like, that's probably the new shit, and everybody loves it. Like, they, you know, the Metro Boomin does, you know, he he does his, and everybody got a drop. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, it's like a, a Gangstar album didn't start with DJ Premier! you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I like I like
1: when, <laughs> when Diddy Diddy did all it was that Volume Two he did the whole
0: you know? for Jay Z. Mm. Anyway,
3: that's that that's one of the hangouts But then the other thing is like Usher, he's such a like he's such a good R and B singer to me, and and he's just kind of you know kind of honing himself out right now. Like he's sort of like I kind of liken him to. And it, unfortunately, it didn't work out. It doesn't. It's not really working out that well for Usher. But I liken him to what Beyonce had to do uh, because of Rihanna. Beyonce had to get on that rap R and B shit hard and, yeah. and like rap R and B trap shit. Yeah. like Beyonce wasn't doing a lot of. She was still making like pop stuff, she really- pop hip hop type of stuff. She wasn't yeah. on the trap shit you know, or trap pop stuff until Rihanna really kind of trailblazed that path for an yeah. r singer, you know what I'm saying? And so I believe, that's my theory as to how Beyonce has has maneuvered herself and kept herself relevant, you know what I'm saying? Like riding the wave of where the music was going. Yeah. Well, sure, to me, he's doing the same thing with Rihanna's ex-boyfriend Chris Brown, because Chris Brown like him or not, he basically trailblazed that for male R&B singers to kind of go in the whole rap trap R&B type thing yeah. and Usher is kind of following suit but not really well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not really meshing, so it, it, it just didn't really translate well to me, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ralph?
2: Well, uh, um, but let me get into to, to my to my girl Ellen Mae. Now I, I did listen to this album. At first, um, it didn't really start start rocking with me. Like it, like the Chris Brown feature, right? It sounds more like Chris Brown, like Ellen Mae featuring Chris Brown, rather than Chris Brown featuring Ellen. I mean, the damn, yeah. I can't get it right. But yeah, like I hate I hate when features are like that, especially on an album like. These songs sound their song sound like a Chris Brown song rather than just an LMA song. And I don't know if LMA has a unique sound to where people know it's genuinely her. Yeah. Because hell, this could have been l Varner for all I a long damn I don't know. Like, you know, like but the thing is, I enjoyed this album, but it's not nothing that I have to run back and listen to. Um there's only one light-skinned British woman that can take my heart, and that's uh Marsha Ambrosius. So uh, I I encourage people <laughs> to go listen to the album Nyla because it's amazing. Uh, if we're gonna talk about R&B, huh? <laughs> what about Kareem Banny? Oh, uh, I'm still more of a Marsha. I'm still more Marsha. Like, see, her voice, like Marcia's voice, is more American anyway. Like Kareem's very soft and delicate, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I just I just appreciate Marsha and what she's been able to do. And then you know she's been on a lot of our favorite rap songs anyway. Sure. <laughs> but. Uh, but back to LMA like the uh, the album is okay like i am not saying is i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's overly good i'm not you know just in love with it but it is it's, it's good for what it is now uh the usher Zaytoven project i only like two songs on here <laughs> i only like two songs now i was called a hater because i critique usher on a different plateau than i critique any other person because you're talking about somebody that's an all-time best-selling artist, one of the best R&B acts that we've arguably seen. Like, you know, just one of the best. Not saying he's the best, but one of the best. So we've been looking at Usher since 1994 as a solo artist. I don't expect this from him right now. Like, I don't need him to, like Pico said, hold himself out because he is undoubtedly an icon, so you can't give me trash. I don't allow... Fuck ups from you. Like, I don't allow that from Usher. Like, you can't do that to me. Like, uh, Chris Brown can do that. Like, because you know why? Chris Brown came at an arena where he didn't, he doesn't, he's not forced to give me one project and it has to stick because he can do 17 other projects after that. Usher doesn't release like that. So, when Usher drops something, it has to stick. It has to. Like, and I said, Usher arguably hasn't given me a good album since 04. I can stand by that damn near. Like, every Usher album since Confessions has been hit and missed. Some of them are good. Some of them are like, eh. But I've only in, like, two projects. And why is he doing trap songs? I don't understand that. Like from the A, I guess. Yeah, but Usher, like, like I, I like your point with Beyonce. But... I think Usher's more of a pioneer in certain things, like just being like that, that, that figurehead that people can really, 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 really look to. If you're talking about male R&B acts, uh, you know, for the past 20 years, Usher is like up here. You don't have to do what these little dudes do. You don't have to do that at all. If you want to drop straight R&B, my guy and sound like what you did in 1998, do that. (laughs) <laughs> like do do that? It's not or find a way to incorporate. But I just get so frustrated. I get so frustrated when artists do that. Yeah. But it, this this project was forced. I hate it. I only like two songs, and that's it. Um, what else we got? Uh, little baby, little baby and Gunner. I enjoy little baby, but I hate this little baby and Gunner project. Gunner's trash. <laughs> now little baby, little baby ain't that much better. But I'm just saying, Gunner. Oh, that is a different level. Now, now these, now now, Vico, these are mumbles. These are the mumble okay. niggas. Like they are mumbles. But yeah, look, I
3: think look. I just hit to them on the BET Awards.
2: But like that drip harder project is trash. Oh boy, trash. <laughs> now I'm done. <laughs>
3: oh man, I
1: don't even know
2: how to follow that up. Like I feel like I had so much in me about that usher project. I was <laughs> so pissed about that.
1: The the LMA project. Listen, I um. I enjoy more of it than I dislike, but I feel like, I feel like because of her, the one track that everybody just went crazy about, she was kind of propelled into the spot that she's clearly not going to be in for her career. Like she's a solid R and B singer, but she's not going to, she's people, she's not going to be the next big thing. I'm just letting you guys know that right now. It's not happening. Um, this, this Usher project as a, as an R and B cat, like I love R and B music classic r&b and soul music this was a smack in the face in my eardrums like this that, like usher should not be making music like this like if you, if you if you close your eyes and someone tells you usher's gonna release a project in 2018 i my mind goes to like the the uh was it masego project is that how you pronounce his name like i'm thinking something I, like, I, like like almost I don't know how like that it. i know
2: what you're talking about Yeah,
1: but like for this type of music to go like trap songs from Usher, like and I get it. He had he had Yell yeah with Lil' John like but this nah man. From an R and B legend, no, this is disrespectful. No. Like <laughs> this was as forced as the Quavo project, I feel like. Like I don't I don't know what he's doing. Um Lil Baby and Gunna. It's it's not for me. Um <laughs> I wanna refrain from calling No, it was trash, man. It was like Especially from man, a like y'all biased. <laughs> <laughs> this was trash, man. What a fifteen-year-old response.
2: <laughs> y'all got this. This is, hey, this is it. terrible,
1: man. But I I guarantee you, like the the seventeen, eighteen-year-olds are about to graduate. They they are in there going crazy over it. But it's not for me, fam. I can't do it. Like I'm, not, I. It's not good. It's it's not an easy listen at all. Oh man. Not not that <laughs> a week, huh? No, no, <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not that. It's not. Man,
3: that. Any, y'all, y'all have me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but all right, we're gonna go ahead and move. We're gonna get into our next break. I'll see you guys right after this.
0: Serving everybody. Yeah. Ain't we up in Magic City throwing up the bracket Ain't me until taking off like a rocket. Ain't, ain't my ain't my ain't my ain't my money long. Ain't I
1: still on. Ain't I 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 we're gonna talk a little Vic Mensa, but just just any highlights from the BET Wars that you want to talk about. I'm actually gonna go first here. Reason killed it. like Casanova. Mm, eh,
4: Not
1: much, eh. but Dude. the the, the, the <laughs> ciphers. Go ahead, the
3: Casanova. And I got I got to choose my words carefully because I don't want to get shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he's like he's like what people make fun of New York rap about, like. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like that whole like, yo, son, I'm going to shoot you in your neck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's exactly how it's cycle like a Oh, is. Uh,
3: Really? <laughs> but no. But look, that's just not for me. But I know he I understand he got tons of followers. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's a lot of the New Yorkers that's really craving for somebody, I guess, to do that. Just gutter, gutter, gutter type shit. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't too impressed with that. My I think my favorite cypher was the the ladies, man. Like Ooh, and Eric yes. with that. Um, Erica tore that down, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved her her ending uh rhyme and everything. But yeah, I, I, I did like reasoning. Um I can't really think of who else was on. Um I know it was a it was a few people that I, I, I recognized. Um
1: hey, I should have took some notes. But <laughs> rough, what you got, man? Because I know you uh, you, you, were, you were like live tweeting the ciphers, man. Nah, so it, yeah, it. Yeah,
2: just, just the ciphers, man. I have nothing else about I don't know. I don't even know who hosted it. But uh, ciphers, but um, flawless real talk. Um, I enjoyed what he did. I really did. Uh, I think the other guy was Sean Spencer. Like that whole, the, basically, the, everybody in that cipher was Casanova except Casanova. <laughs> like, like they they held their own in that cipher. I loved it. I loved it. But uh, we can get to the, you know, verse, the stuff. Mm, <laughs> that was true. The worst, the worst <laughs> verse goes to like, like he's just giving the worst verse. Oh my God. Black
3: boy oh,
2: was, he was trash. This just, just ended out dancing. Cause that that thing was, he needed something to save
3: that verse because it was horrible. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that. That's really, his, he I, just wasn't prepared. I thought I thought Chance's brother was cool. Oh yeah,
2: Taylor, Taylor was nice. Yeah. Taylor was Taylor. Had, he, he did. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, I know he was talking about Vic uh, Vic Mensa.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so let's get into it, man. So we talked about it last on last week's episode. Vic Mensa. Everybody was talking about what this what his verse was going to be. It was even labeled as the XXX to Tentacion disc, which I really don't think it was. Um so Ralph I mean we talked about it a little bit but actually hearing it what were, what were, what were your thoughts coming out of out of what he did Uh that was a diss
2: Like I mean it's just you know he said something a little greasy I don't think it was like it's only cuz Triple X is dead and you know rest in peace to him but I just it's like I heard they had like beef so it's just him keeping that same energy even in death I, that's I, I'm assuming that's what where all that came from, but when I listened to it, I was just like, "This isn't bad." But you know, I'm you know, I'm sorry. I it, it takes a lot for me to be like, you know, oh my god, that wasn't it though. But I don't know why he even. But the thing is, it's just like Vic Mensa has his platform, and he's been you know doing this social reform and all this. Like he's really been on the front lines for a lot of stuff in Chicago, which I commend him for. I just. I didn't know that's what you want to take. Like, that's the energy you want to put, you know, put out there and talk about it. But I took more, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word, but I'm just, I just, I, I appreciate what he did when he talked about in his apology video, more so than the actual diss. Like, he could have worded, like, that better in the verse, in the cypher verse. Yeah. <laughs> than to yeah. actually take an aim at Triple H. That's the thing. But, um... Uh,
3: I say you don't really you don't speak hell of the dead, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like jeez. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. Saying? yeah. yeah. I, and I and I dig Big Minster. You know what I'm saying? I dig Vic Yeah. I was not really a triple X dude. Like I never really you know, I I knew I knew of them and I, I saw a couple of videos and stuff, but even still, I mean like, you know, yeah, I'm like you. Like you got a whole bunch of other stuff that you could, you know, you can put in <laughs> and, like that's that is, that's one of the biggest platforms in hip hop like right yes. now. Yes. Like the Cyphers, everybody tunes into the Cyphers. And yeah, yeah. The and so like, you know, you definitely, I, I would I, I would hope that you would have a little bit more to say than you know, this and a, a dude that recently passed away.
1: You know? Yeah. And the thing is, is that the message he was trying to get across, I think, is dope. But you know you could have did that without mentioning the dead a dead man like and I yes. think it would have been more powerful like when you when you use that tactic, people focus more on you mentioning somebody who's dead than what you were trying to get across with your lyrics. and I think yeah. that that's that that like he had a platform where he could have used that to really get a message that needs to get out about hip hop. But instead, since you wanted to throw a dead man in it, now that's, this is what we're talking about. Exactly. But, but to even come out, and this is our last topic for the day, but, but something that's been out awesome since then. So it's come out, and he's talked about it before. He's had domestic abuse, abuse issues, and he's admitted that, and he's said he seek, he sought counseling for it, and he's grown from it. But now you get the conversation of, is he the right person to try to speak out on this issue? Because he's been through it, I have my own personal thoughts on it, but I want you guys to get yours off first uh James. I'll come to you first on this one minute this Ralph first last time. what do you think
3: that's kind of hard because i i i would i mean I would initially be like no, I don't think he's the right person i mean like when you've when you've been accused and you've you've done it and you've you know you've been you know involved in in that that which you are trying to speak out against is kind of it's kind of shaky man you know like who wants to hear it from somebody who who did these offenses, you know what I'm saying? Then again, I mean, like, are we, are we not trying to hear from someone who, who apparently is, is, is rehabilitated or or whatever? I don't, that's, that's the question. I don't know. I'm kind of torn with that whole thing, you know? And, and again, I, I didn't know, I didn't know that he was, uh, you know, he, he had these issues or anything. Um, it's it's that's that's kind of weird for you to for you to have had these issues and you come out and you talk ill of somebody else yeah. who's done the same thing, you know what I mean? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, just piggybacking off what James is saying, um, it's a that's a that's an iffy subject. Like nobody wants to hear about, you know, domestic violence like damn reform and all that from somebody that actually has been accused of doing it. It's kind of like the Ray Rice thing, right? He 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 um got, you know, he was videotaped, you know, assaulting his then girlfriend, now wife, and he went on the whole redemption tour and going on these places and talking about it, but people still were reluctant to forgive him for it even though he's showing that. Now we're talking about, you know, an athlete and then now we're talking about a rapper but it's 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 hazy because it's like no one wants to hear that. But then again, you this is somebody that actually went through it. Rather they were the abuser or the abused to kind of tell their story and what, you know, how to, you know, not do these things, you know, not fall to triggers and all these other stuff. So it's like I I'm so torn when it comes to that. Do you want to hear from somebody that's a goody two shoes, kind of pointing at you, telling you you shouldn't do this, or do you want to live listen to somebody that actually lived it? it? That's that's where you're at with it.
1: And that's kind of my thinking too. Is that you can absolutely learn from someone who's been through something, done their wrong, and have been rehabilitated. Um, yeah. So I, I I do think that he has he sh- he can be the voice to speak out on it. Um, but I think when you when you try to speak out on something, you use a tactic like mentioning a dead man, then I, now yeah. I don't want to hear you because to me, like maybe you're not doing the action of domestic violence anymore, but mentally it still tells me that there's something in, in the way you process stuff that I, I, I don't want you lecturing nobody fam. Like you, you need to get yeah. your stuff together. So that that's, I'm of two minds with it. Um, So yeah, that, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Like I just, I want to see more maturity from Vic Mensa. And it's funny because he definitely has maturity in his music. And when he tries to get yeah. a message off lyrically, it is this, if somebody would have told me that Vic Mensa would have done a tactic like this before it happened, I would have been like, for real? No, nah. I mean, this is the same guy who was arguing with academics about respecting dead rappers names mm. and, not, and not throwing them through the mud. So yeah. it, it, it just it confused me in that sense. Well,
3: I just look, th- there was something that he he uh, I, he actually posted. He said, I vehemently reject the trend of hip hop of championing uh, abuses, and I will not hold my tongue about it. I don't give a fuck about getting attention. I care about bringing awareness and holding people account- accountable for their actions. So I mean, like that includes himself, right? I mean, like if he he would have to hold himself if, if yeah. this because, like I said, I didn't I wasn't aware of, of these you know, the charges or whatever or the, the accusations and everything. If 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 that was true, I mean, like he would have to include himself in that, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah, he would. Uh,
3: because I, I dig, I dig that statement. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that's all you know needed facts uh, to 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 be told uh, to the the hip hop you know uh, masses. But it's like again, are we cool with it being told by you know somebody who's been accused? <laughs> You know it's, it's all
2: about the messenger sometimes it's not even the message
3: yeah yeah wow yeah. it's kind
1: of wild. wild but there you go yeah but dj was cool <laughs> <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right well <laughs> we've reached the end of the breaks. ready for this week man we want to appreciate uh james bico for jumping and hopping on uh before we get Thanks. ready to Absolutely, man. Before we get ready to go ahead and plug all our social media and where you can find us, I just want to let us know what you guys think about these topics. I know we hit some heavy ones, some light ones, but, um, you know, you can email us, thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. You can also hit us up at Twitter at The Breaks Radio, but we want to hear from you guys on these topics. You know, we sit here and we, we can talk about them all day, but without having dialogue with you guys, you know, it, it doesn't quite mean the same. But fellas, let's go ahead and sign off. Tell the people where they can find you. Our, illustrious guest james bico is definitely going to go first on this one.
3: uh you can hit uh the website ibjamesbico.com uh and all social media ibjamesbico uh instagram twitter facebook uh you can hit me on email art by bico at gmail.com yo <laughs> yeah yeah and
2: this is the mind of ralph i'm on instagram and twitter
1: all right. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. This has been the Brooks Radio. We'll see you lovely people next week. Peace. Chill.
3: This has been a presentation of the Break, Break Media. Break Media.